called to the booth. We got a new number one on the power rankings. We were supposed to give our best bets last week. Probably turned out to be our worst bets. Let's get into it. Paul, drop the beat. Harrison Sanford, a keep to lead. We are throwing week nine all the way in the trash. It's terrible, disgusting. If you laid any type of money down, I feel for you. And hopefully all you bad. For us, because <laughs> it was all, all bad for sure. We're going to talk about our best bets in our uh, next segment, but I do want to take a little bit of perspective from Akib. So Akib, obviously being a former NFL player, never put any bread down on any games. But now that you're two years retired, do you start to understand what the fan, the common man goes through when the Cowboys 10 point favorites at home take a L? Yeah. When the Jaguar, when the Bills 14 point favorites against one of the worst teams in the NFL take a L? Do you understand why we be all up in the Twitter DMs, yeah. all up in the Instagram DMs? You get to plan upset. with your money, you know what I'm saying? We <laughs> we plan with our money now, man. So I I'm definitely starting to feel it, man, with this with my fantasy football play and, you know, my Bet online situations, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you think you got a gimme, and right when you think it's a gimme, Harrison, it, it, it's over with, man. It show you. This is the NFL, and 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 it's any given Sunday, man. So it just remind me, it remind me that this is a talented league, man, and you never really know. Yeah, it sounds kind of, you, you remember like not too long ago, people would always say, Oh, Alabama could beat this bum team in the NFL. No, they can't. No, they can't. <laughs> they don't have a chance. <laughs> they, yeah, lose they got 50 no to nothing. In the world. Yeah, they they exactly. get blown all the way out. It'd be crazy. Yeah. It's weird, though, because it feels like the more tape we have, you think the more we know, and then all of a sudden we don't know anything. And it brings me to the power rankings, because last week uh, we had a totally different power rankings. The Rams were at number one. Cowboys were at number two. Packers at number three. Titans at four, Cardinals at five, and it's all mixed and matched. Um, and this week, why don't you tell us who you got? Man, we got the Titans at number one, man. Now, the Titans, they battle-tested now. I mean, all they do is beat up on big dogs, man. They done played all the big dogs, the Chiefs, the Bills, uh, the, the Rams. They done played all the big dogs, man. So I'm I'm loving what I see with the Titans, and, it's, and and you take Derrick Henry out, man, that offense still find a way to score 30-something or 28 or whatever they score. But I think it's just they make up, man. They, they, you are the identity of your head coach. He kind of build the identity of the team, and that's a Mike Vrabel team, man. They just tough, hard-working, gritty guys. It don't matter who it is, we're going to show up and go to work. So it, 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 that, it fit his description so well, man. I just love how the Titans – how they playing right now as a team. So Titans number one. Cardinals come with no quarterback, with, without their starting quarterback, man. Big win. The team elevated. So they elevate back to number two. The Ravens still in nail biters, but they find the ways to win all their games, man. So they pop in at number three. Uh, the Bucks take an L, but they still the Bucks, man. It was Halloween, and it was in New Orleans, so they don't drop too far. They drop down to number four. And then the Packers. The Packers is the Packers. They lost They lost without their quarterback, but that defense played so good. They had a big win last Thursday. Then they come back this week, no quarterback, last minute. You take him out, put uh, Love in, and their defense stepped rose to the occasion. Man, they had a chance to win that game, and that's why I didn't drop them out the top five. I thought as a team, you had adversity like that. You rally as a team, man, and, and you give go on the road and you give Chiefs all they can handle. 
That's why I didn't drop him out of the top five. So the Packers at number five with no quarterback. Um, and the, the one thing that was impressive about the Tennessee Titans as I watched them against the Rams, they were known to have a poor secondary. Uh, Jack Rabbit's back there, um, but that's, you know, they don't really have a star secondary. But they shut down the Rams, and that defensive line, they were highlighted on Sunday Night Football. I think it's catching a lot of people off guard. I think, obviously, we don't really – the value on Jadavion Clowney continues to change, and the perception of him continues to change. But I thought – I think we all thought the defense wasn't going to be that solid or be able to generate that much pressure. Did that Has that caught you off guard? Yeah, definitely, man. That's, that's, what's, that's what's really – the most impressive thing on their team, to me, man, because we know what they're going to do with the O-line, Derrick Henry. They've been doing that for years, right? But this defense is coming out of nowhere, man. They bullying people up front. Man, Bayer, this safety, he emerging as one of the best. I remember this this young, quiet, you know what I'm saying? I didn't really know who he was. Like, who is this? It was Bayer at the Pro Bowl with me, right? Just there at the Pro Bowl. This like way back in the day, 2019 or 18 or something. Just at the Pro Bowl, just chilling. And now I'm seeing his play right now. I'm hearing everybody talk about him, man. Dude's super smart, elevating his game. He got five picks on the year, you know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody even talking about it. One to the crib last week. And, man, he the, really the captain, the quarterback of that defense, man. And he making it go, holding everybody accountable. Big uh, big Jeffrey Simmons up front, throwing people around, and, and he holding everybody accountable up front, man. So they got a guy in the back end. They got a guy in the, in the, in the, on the, on the D-line, and they playing together, and they playing hard. And... It remind me a lot of Mike Vrabel, how he used to play the game. Let's move on to the Cleveland Browns. Some thought they were down, but losing OBJ seems to make Baker Mayfield a better quarterback or seems to make the Cleveland Browns <laughs> a better team. Going to Cincinnati, the Cincinnati Bengals, who we still don't bang with after what they did to us in Survivor. We still not cool with them. And they showed up again uh, in Cincinnati, 41-16. to Nick Chubb ran all over them, 14 carries, 137 yards. Even caught a long pass, too, which Nick Chubb really yeah. doesn't do. Uh, I know you were impressed uh, with what they did on Sunday. Tell me what you saw before we break down what happens this Sunday, week 10, against the New England Patriots. Man, I feel like they got back to the basics, man. In my opinion, Cleveland probably got top three dominant O-line, top three dominant D-line, right? And they got back to the basics, man. They gave the ball to Chubb. Chubb had 130, two tubs, and they dominated up front on defense, in my opinion. So, I like Cleveland, man. I like the makeup of their team. I like Baker with no Odell because I feel like when you got a guy like Odell, I'm, I'm putting myself in Baker Mayfield's shoes. I got Odell Beckham Jr. on my team. Going into that week, <clears throat> I'm thinking I got to get old the ball at least eight to ten times. I got to throw it to him eight to ten because he, oh, he's so good, man. He's world-renowned. I see, I see the talent with my own eyes and practice all day long, the catches he make, the routes he runs. So I want to get on the ball enough where I might force it to him. You know what I'm saying? You take him out, now I just put put the put put the route concepts in. I read the defense. Wherever the wherever the defense they throw the ball at, that's where I throw it to. I'm not really worried about the person. So I just feel like the offensive coordinator, he do the same thing. He try to create plays for old double moves and reverse. When when oh not there he just call it he just he just let it flow he just call the game however it come to him so I think I think they do find better rhythm when they don't got like a a, a true big time number one receiver who we got to get the ball to so I think they play better man they make him run the ball better it make the play action game a lot better so Cleveland dangerous man Cleveland is a dangerous football team man they got a championship defense and they got a championship run game so you better watch out for them boys in December and January. 
before we get to the no-fly zone rankings and the best bets in our next segment, real quick, Nick Chubb tested positive for COVID-19 uh, on Tuesday. Makes oh, him God. questionable at best for the New England, for the game at New England for week 10. Probably the best matchup on the calendar, except for that maybe Seahawks-Packers game, depending on what happened with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Nick Chubb not there for the Cleveland Browns, going to New England. Obviously, Kareem Hunt's not there. It's going to be a lot of Dearness Johnson. Give me the quick, quick, quick breakdown. Man, if no Chubb, I don't like. If they if they go to New England with Chubb, I think they can leave with a dub. They go with no Chubb, I think New England going to take that game. All right, let's go to the no-fly zone power rankings real quick. Number five, Cowboys, who were number one last week after what they did or what happened to them against the Denver Broncos. Uh, New Orleans Saints, who somehow fumbled that who, New Orleans Saints, who somehow fumbled that lead late in the game that they were able to get back after being down 14. Buffalo Bills, don't even want to talk about them, at number three. Arizona Cardinals at number two. And new at number one, the Green Bay Packers. You touched on them, just touched on them just a little bit more. What did you see from that defense as they shut down another team that really corralled Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs? Uh, man, them, them uh, Green Bay Packers, they just... They lost Jair. Jair down, right? So, you know, guys getting opportunities to play ball. They lost Joe B. They decoordinated for a little bit, a week or two. And, man, they just coming out serving everybody. You get a Chiefs 13. You get a Cardinals 21. Washington, y'all get 10. Bears, y'all get 14. Bengals, y'all get 22. They just serving everybody lately. So, I mean, next man up. It's next man up in Green Bay, man. They playing ball out there. And, and... Joe B calling some hell of a he calling some great games, man. A lot of cover four, a lot of a lot of man. And I feel like they just standing up, man. You lose your they, at one point they was down their first and second corner. Guys just guys just stepping in and making plays, man. So they lost the game, but I, I watched that game against the Chiefs, man. That defense barred out. And that's why the Packers hopped up to number one, man. They 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 got the secondary stuff under control. Speaking of getting back in order. We gonna make some money in week ten. We got to. I mean, this. I we weren't alone in losing some money in week in week nine. So let's <laughs> get right for week ten. When we come back, we'll do our DFS best bets and all that good stuff as it pertains to putting money back in your pocket. This is Call to the Booth. Back with more Call to the Booth. Harrison Sanford, Akeem Talib, Paul Aspen, our producer, joining us for this betting segment. Obviously, we took that L in Survivor. Thank you, thank you, Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, let's go over our DFS picks real quick. It's a little bit easier to predict what humans will pick in DFS than actually what humans will do on the football field. That's why week nine went sideways. Uh, so let me tell you who Akeem likes for DFS this week. Quarterbacks, Tom Brady versus the Washington football team. Brady coming off a bye. You know what time it is. Trevor Lawrence versus that weak Indianapolis Colts secondary, as Ian Harditz pointed out to us from PFS last week. Najee Harris versus the Detroit Lions. Nothing to say there. Jonathan Taylor versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Nothing to say there. Wide receiver in that matchup, too. Michael Pittman, who's been going off recently for Carson Wentz against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And then Stephon Diggs at the wide receiver position for the, for the Buffalo Bills going to the New York Jets. We're going to pause there for a second because I don't know if y'all like me, but I put down some bread on the Buffalo Bills laying 14 and a half at Jacksonville because they like to run up the score. It didn't go that way. Uh, Aki, what do you see? What did you see in that matchup where Josh Allen, the linebacker, got a sack on Josh Allen, the quarterback, got a forced fumble from him too, and I think he got a, and he got an interception as well. He did all. He's the 
Yeah, he went. He went all the way. And then the thing is, all of them was like bang, bang, bang. All the plays was like right on top of each other, man. It was crazy. But uh, I'm seeing, man, people starting to slow down that Bills offense, and the Jags did a good job of it, man. They they kind of getting that that Chiefs treatment, right? They kind of getting that too high all day. Y'all don't want to run the ball, then we gonna make y'all beat us by running the ball against a seven man box all day. You know what I'm saying? Because they just gonna keep too high. And I don't know, man. That's it's it's a copycat league, right? <laughs> if you come out and you super explosive, they gonna put the the Chiefs defense on. It's called the Chiefs defense. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> super deep cover two or or super deep cover four, man. So the Jags did a good job uh, uh, rolling out that defense and, and keeping the ball in front of them. The Bills better get used to it. Y'all better find an answer for it because that's what they've been seeing and it's working against them. Yeah, last in week nine, we saw a lot of pass targets to Cole Beasley. Might be a sneaky pickup in fantasy football. I think he had eight receptions, only for 33 yards, but they basically used him like their running game, especially with Zach Moss uh, getting that injury and only Devin Singletary back in that backfield for the Buffalo Bills. Tight ends that be like Dan Arnold versus the Indianapolis Colts and Logan Thomas returning for Taylor Heineke and the Washington football team. Uh, that will be who we pick. Obviously, no Travis Kelsey, no Darren Waller this week with them playing in Sunday night football. All right, Paul's going to join us now. Tell us what we did wrong in week nine, Paul, please. Everything. Everything. We all did everything wrong. We um, did it all wrong, baby. So, Keeb got out with the Cowboys. They killed his teaser. Um, Browns I had, but then the Rams got smoked, so that teaser died. And then Harrison, uh, the Ravens came from behind to win, but they did not cover the six, even though they were up by seven late. But um, once it went to overtime, best you could do was a tie, and it didn't get there. So we all lost, so we're all trying to Bad bounce week. back this week. Bad week. There are a ton of teaser options this week. Some of them moved a little bit already, but like the Browns at plus one and a half, kick that up through the three and the seven to seven and a half. Mm-hmm. Ravens, uh, you could come down to one and a half. Cowboys were at eight and a half, depending on where you looked. You could bring them inside a field goal. Saints, you could go up um, to set to eight and a half. Eagles, Raiders, some other teasable options. So, Keep, I'll let you start us off. What kind of teaser you got cooking up? Well, since we talking teasers, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Broncos, man. They off a big win. They going back home. You know what I'm saying take Philly. Philly taking the semi West Coast trip, right? They taking the West Coast trip, long travel. All the way out to Denver, they get the rock out in that altitude. Cowboys is uh, is I mean the Broncos is uh minus two. You tease that, now you get Broncos plus three and a half at the crib. I love that situation. Broncos plus at the crib. I love that. You put that with the Cowboys. Now the Cowboys on 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 mine is uh minus nine, but you get popped like that last week, man. If you were really a good football team, you're gonna lock in. You're gonna come back. You're gonna play good football this week. So I say the Cowboys minus three. Tease it six points. Cowboys minus three at home. Put them together, man. Two pick Broncos plus three and a half. Cowboys minus three. That's a great two pick for you this week. I'm, I'm calling it now. We're going to go three and oh. I also like dealing with that Cowboys game as well. We'll talk more about the Broncos in our Broncos focus show for Thursday. Um, but as it pertains to that Atlanta Cowboys game, I don't know where I'm going to lay with the points just yet. But I do like the under. I just don't think that the Atlanta Falcons have enough offensive personnel. I feel as if Micah Parsons can travel around or keep up with Kyle Pitts. I think you could put Trayvon Diggs on Cordell Patterson. Obviously, no Calvin Ridley is there. I just don't see how they hit 55 and a half right now. 
that line has to be going down as the week goes. And I am tempted as well to lay the points. I think it's 10 right now with the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady is on record saying that he thought his team should be scoring 50 points. I think he said that when they played the Bears. They, we should have scored 50. He gets a bye week against a weak secondary with the Washington football team. I kind of like thinking about them laying the 10. Kind of risky, but big money, big risk, make big rewards. So that's what I'm, that's yes, what I'm messing with. The key. Just give me your thoughts on the under 55 and a half Atlanta Cowboys and the Bucks laying 10. I love, I love both of those, man. I think coming out that bye week, man, Tommy going to do work. I just hope they can hold the lead. They'll be up 17 or something, you know what I'm saying, late fourth quarter. But you know how it go. Guys kind of come off that gas. I hope they can hold that 10-point lead. But I love that under, man. At 55, that thing ain't going over 55. To, it could be 33 to, you know what I'm saying, 33 to 20. And we still under 55. So, man, ain't no way that thing going over 55. I love that pick. That line has to be coming down as the week goes. There's no way that Got hits. You. All right, Paul. Paul, you already said yours, right? Did I did I miss that, or did you pick one officially? What, what do you I want did, record? So, so on record, I will go on record with an AFC North teaser. Uh, so the Ravens on Thursday night uh, against the Dolphins down from seven and a half to minus one and a half, and the great pick Browns a little bit of a COVID issue possibly, but I still think they keep it within seven. So putting the Browns up to seven, you can get at seven and a half at some places if you tease it up six points. Well, Ravens Browns teaser and one. Additional solo pick off to the side. The Steelers can't be laying nine points to anyone. So I'm doing it. I'm taking the Lions off a of bye plus nine. Um, there's just, I, I can't. You saw it on Monday night. I'm not the, messing with, with the, the Lions no more, ever. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's just too many points for the Steelers. So that's what I'm I feel at. that. Oh, and one long shot for you guys. Long shot of the week. Just to sprinkle in there if you guys are interested. Justin Fields is still 50 to 1 to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. Not saying go crazy on it. We got half a season left. He does what and he the did thing with that, the... And the thing with that, Paul, it ain't going to be the Jamar Chase who started no, off with the first no. seven games. It's going to be the last seven. Who bought his last seven games? And Justin Fields is cranking that shit up, man. So 50 to 1. It's tough not to, it's tough not it's, to throw. And it's coming down to 30 to 1. It's coming down to 30 to 1 at other places. So get the 50 while you can. All right, before we get out of here, big time matchup Monday Night Football. Rams trying to get back to getting W's. And also, Von Miller should be making his debut for the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, Let's talk about it, Akeem. What do you expect to see from Von Miller on Monday Night Football for that uh, very impressive Los Angeles Rams defense? Uh, I like the, I like the, I expect to see a lot of energy, man. It, it, them coming off that L and, and a little lackadaisical on, on defense, just the energy wasn't there, I don't think. So with uh, Von being there, man, and, and the L combined, they have a, a reason to have some early juice. It's Monday Night Football. That's going to add a little to it as well. So, man, I expect a lot of energy from, from the Rams on Monday. The, the props are not in there yet because it's so far away. But Akeem, let's – Let's call let's call out Von's stats. How many sacks? Any tack and how many tackles? How many sacks? If any sacks, give he me your get a sack. betting betting prediction for Devon Miller's debut. He gonna have like four tackles, not nothing crazy on the tackles. You know what I'm saying? About four tackles. He gonna have a sack, and four tackles in a sack. I give him that. Four tackles in a sack. Couple hurries in there. He'll be involved with, but. Solid night, solid debut for him. Definitely going to get on the board with a sack, though, because that's what he do. 
Speaking of Von Miller, obviously formerly played for the Denver Broncos. We'll talk about the Broncos in our featured show on Thursday. That's the keep to leave. Maharson Sanford, shout out to Paul, shout out to Thomas. Let's make some money in week 10, please. See you next time.